dementia researcher with a blog and a rating. Like many PhD students, I've had to rethink my research plans due to the impact of COVID-19. Before the pandemic, I planned to develop an online support group intervention for carers of people with dementia and compare this intervention to a face-to-face support group. However, because of COVID-19, it became unsafe for support groups to meet face-to-face and online support groups became a very common alternative. This created an opportunity to study all of the existing support groups that have moved online and explore what carers do and don't enjoy about them. So I designed an online questionnaire and planned to interview a subset of participants to ask them about their experiences with online support groups. I was able to start collecting data at the end of January. I didn't have much experience with conducting qualitative research prior to this study. And although I knew that qualitative data is a lot more time consuming to handle, I wasn't entirely sure of how long this process would take or if there would be complications that come with doing interviews online. As other students and early career researchers in a similar position to me and may be considering doing online interviews for the first time, I wanted to write a quick rundown of the steps involved to give you an idea of where to start and what you're getting yourself into. Scheduling online interviews is a little easier than physical ones as there's no need to find a place to meet or to travel to the interview. Although it can still be difficult because carers of people with dementia can be very busy, especially as they might lack respite care due to the lockdown. This means that you need to be flexible when organising interviews, such as working outside of normal work hours, and you may need to reschedule at the last minute. Collecting consent forms online has been much harder than taking consent in person. Many of your participants won't be used to signing things online, so make sure you account for needing extra time to explain to your participants how they can do this. The interviews that I'm conducting last 45 to 60 minutes and are done through Microsoft Teams due to data protection requirements. Although my participants have all been using video calling software to participate in support groups, most are new to Teams and I have needed to prepare extra time for them to join the meeting. However, using Teams does make it really easy to record the interview and you don't have to worry about your recording device suddenly breaking like you would during a face-to-face interview. If you are concerned about your participant population struggling with the new software, it may be better to consider conducting your interviews over the phone. Now that you've done the interview, the really time-consuming bit begins. After the interview, I download the recording and use the Microsoft Word transcription feature to get a transcript. This tool is not perfect, and it's especially bad at figuring out strong accents. After using the automatic transcription, I then spend about four hours listening to the recording and going through the transcript to correct it, as well as making notes about emerging themes in the interview. Once the transcript is done, you can put it into InVivo or similar qualitative data analysis software to code your data, which involves highlighting key themes and ideas. It takes me about one hour to code each transcript. So altogether, this process takes about seven hours per participant before the analysis and write-up even begins. If you're aiming for 20 participants, that's 140 hours of work. So this past month has involved many long hours of gruelling hard work. At the same time, it's been fascinating to hear about and examine the experiences of my participants. And I found it really rewarding thinking about the ways in which all of this work can potentially lead to making things better for these carers. In the blog post, you can find a link to a website where you can find out more about my study. Thank you for listening. Join the Dementia Research bloggers and share your own views.